Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. And I'd just like to send a shout out to everybody. And I pray that you are well. That the Lord is taking care of you and yours. And that you are blessed by his mighty hand, and that he will keep you in all your ways. For our Lord is faithful, even when we are faithless, the word says. So honor and glory to the Most High of all creation. Amen. So today I want to talk to you about a few things, but um, before we get started, take a seat. And that's kind of going to be my topic today about taking a seat, but a specific seat. And where I'm going with this, we have leaders. And blessing and respect to those who take up the mantle of leadership when they are called by the Lord and those who are faithful to that call and to the will of our Lord who are willing to uh, sacrifice, to build up the body of Christ, to be there for those who are hurting and to reach out to the lost. We need to understand that those in leadership, those who, uh, who are gifted to lead and to teach, preach, we're all here to build up the body. We're not here to be glorified. We're not here to be uh, followed after. I'm not here to make followers who just, you know, it's all about Sean and we have to follow after Sean and whatever Sean says, that's what we must do and comes out of his mouth, that's the gospel. I don't want to be looked at that way. I want to be a, a preacher who instructs people into the presence of the Lord. I want to help make that introduction and be there to help others achieve what the Lord has for them. And that's what a true leader is. A true leader is a servant leader. We're here to serve, not to be served. Even uh, the Messiah, that was said, he came to serve, not to be served. And so these are the kind of leaders we need, the servant leaders who serve others, who are there to uh, help instruct and help people grow into uh, ministry that the Lord has called them to and to give them that support and insight and wisdom. But unfortunately, as in all things, in all walks of life, you have good people and you have not so good people. And so we can get caught up in uh, uh, somebody in leadership who is more interested in their self-interest 
who's all about the people serving them, who want all the fame, the fortune, glory, and really don't care so much about uh, people around them as much as they care about themselves. And it's gotten to the point, and, and it has been this way for a long time. This is nothing new, but we'll have leaders that actually will come up with their own quote-unquote gospel. And they'll come up with their own rules. And if you're in my church, and I I, I just, just kind of lose it when I hear people talk about my church, like they own the body. And I look at them and I say, when did you die for me? When did you die for anyone? And then come back. And now are seated at the right hand and Father. This is not your church. The church is the body of our Messiah. He is the head. He is the one who rules over the church, not you. You've been given stewardship over his people, but not ownership. Do you understand that? Stewardship versus ownership? Ownership, the owner owns it. It's his property. A steward is somebody who's been given a certain amount of authority to take care of the owner's property. And so you have people who want to make up their own rules for for the body and have you come and serve and, and attend this, this church. We have to do this, this, this. Oh, then plus what the gospel says. And unfortunately, we have those. And they're nothing new. In the time of our Messiah, when he walked upon the earth, he dealt with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And we know the Pharisees were the religious leaders at the time. And they preached the gospel, but they had their own set of quote-unquote gospels. And really, they were their own set of rules that they applied along with the gospel. And so the Messiah dealt with that. If you look at the miracles that uh, Yeshua Jesus did, if you truly understand them, he was actually doing these things to challenge the laws of the Pharisees. And he did away with the law of the Pharisees. A lot of people say, yeah, uh, uh Jesus did away with the law. He didn't do away with the commandments that the Lord, our God, gave to Moses. He didn't do away with that. He fulfilled the instructions and teachings that Moses uh, gave to the people. And you look through the first five books of, of, of the Bible, those were the teachings of Moses, usually called the books of Moses. Uh, the Jewish nation calls it the Torah. And a lot of people misunderstand saying that our Messiah did away with the law, but the law he did away with were the false teachings of the Pharisees who came up with their own teachings and tried to add them in with those of the teachings of Moses. And so the uh, the Lord uh, addressed this in his day, and we can definitely learn, of course, from this experience when dealing with those today who want to bring up their own laws. And so we're going to turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 23. 
We're going to start reading verse 1 if you're following along. And it reads, Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do according to their works. For they say and do not do. So what the Messiah is here talking to the people, and he's he's like the scribes and Pharisees sit in the seat of Moses. And to really get the understanding of what's being said here, uh, the Lord is telling the people that uh, when they sit in the seat of Moses, it's not an actual physical chair. What he's saying is that they do know and teach the commandments and the teachings of Moses, which they would have called the Torah, like I said, the first five books of the Bible, the instructions that Moses received of the Lord and taught to the people. And so when he says they sit in the seat of Moses, he's saying they are teaching the law or the the teachings of Moses. They are teaching that. So when you hear the teachings of Moses come from them, Observe those teachings Do those teachings Because they are the laws And teachings that the Lord himself Gave to Moses And they are to be obeyed So we are to obey The commandments of our Lord When someone preaches and teaches them And of course You have to know them for yourself To know if somebody is actually teaching Correctly so you need to search And study the scriptures For yourself well, that time, and in the Hebrew community, they were taught from childhood the commandments that Moses taught. And so the Lord is telling them, so as they're teaching the things of Moses that he received from the Lord, the Holy Father, observe them and do them. And he says, but don't do the works of the Pharisees. Because they have their own They have their own laws He says but do not do According to their works The Pharisees For they say and do not do And so what's going on here The Pharisees Have had their own laws And rules and regulations That went along with The gospel And the Messiah is saying Okay, when they try to teach you their rules, don't do it. He says they teach you those things, and but they don't do them themselves. <laughs> so he's saying when they teach out of the commandments of the Lord, the teachings of Moses, do that. When they start teaching their own rules and their ways, don't do it because they're not even doing it themselves. And nowadays we have a lot of people who want to teach and preach things they made up. And I've I've dealt with people like that. Right now with the election coming up, you actually have people teaching that if you're, you're going to be a true Christian, you have to vote a certain way, which is not true. That's something they made up. No, there's nowhere in the scriptures that say you have to vote Republican or Democrat. 
If you don't, you're going against the will of the Lord. No. Who are you voting for? Pray first. Get the will of the Lord and see how he would direct you in your prayer. And, and I'm saying this to uh, the the American people because we have a presidential election coming up next month. And, wow, it's close. It's less than a month away. And um, there are a lot of people who are fighting and arguing about who you should vote for. And they're telling people, you know, this candidate is of the Lord and you have to vote for them. You have to. You have no freedom of who to vote for. You, If you're calling yourself a Christian, you have to vote for this candidate. And I've heard it from Democrats and Republicans. So you just can't pick one and say they're the ones that are doing it. Both sides are, are bringing it. And it's sad because they're, they're making up their own rules. And I've dealt with people who, who say you can't do anything outside of the physical church building unless the pastor's there. Uh, I remember one time I wanted to uh, take the Last Supper, breaking the bread and uh, drinking um, the wine. Uh, Most people use juice nowadays in remembrance of our Lord. The only uh, thing that the Lord said we had to do when we did that was do it in remembrance to him. He didn't say it had to be a certain place, certain time. With any certain people, just remember him when you do it. So I asked these friends, you know, come over, uh, we'll break bread and and drink uh, the fruit of the vine, <laughs> so to speak, the juice and remembrance of our Lord. And it was a married couple and a wife where they went to church. Her father was the pastor. And she goes, uh, well, let me go see what, ask my dad what we believe. I'm like, wait a minute, you have to ask your dad what you believe? Should you know what you believe? So let me go ask my dad. So she went back and asked her dad, and she came back. My dad said, we can't do it because we, have to, we can only do that in church when the pastor is there, him. I was like, okay, no problem. But that is not scriptural at all. So her dad made this this rule, this law. If you break bread and, and drink a divine in remembrance of our Lord, which most people call communion, but it was a part of the Last Supper. But if you do it, he, he taught that you can only do it within the building where they fellowshiped and he had to be there. So he had his own rules, and uh, I know people or are teachers and or pastors that uh, do cell groups, and they teach if you're not a member of a cell group, you can't teach or, or serve in a ministry at the church, and I'm like, uh, that's not scriptural. Or if you don't have a degree, you can't be a pastor. You can't go out and preach the gospel. That's not scriptural. And so these are rules that people make up, and we have to be on on our guard that we're not following after the rules of men and ignoring 
the commandments of our Lord. And these people who say they, who profess to even sit in the seat of Moses, I thought that was something that was over and done with, but there are people who misunderstand that portion of Scripture, and they actually have uh, seats built in, in a local fellowship that they call the seat of Moses, and only the pastor or maybe somebody they call a prophet or apostle can sit in that chair. And whoever's in that chair, you have to obey them. You have to do whatever they say because they're sitting in the seat of Moses. But when you when that scripture in, in Matthew 23, that's talking about knowing the commandments that Moses taught, not an actual chair and a position of authority that you sit in, but an understanding and a knowing of the commandments that Moses taught. And so we have to know for ourselves what the scriptures say and how we're supposed to be obedient to the word of the Lord and not just let somebody come along and tell us, well, I'm an authority and I'm sitting in the seat of Moses. You have to obey me, whatever I say. And a lot of people follow after men and women like this. I've heard some, some horror stories and I've seen some things. There was a, an American pastor believe back in the 70s named Jim Jones, and he started teaching some crazy things, and people followed him, and he was uh, getting people high on, on drugs and uh, having sex with his, his members, and he led them to a, um, a country, uh, Diana, I believe it was, where he had all of them commit mass suicide. They followed after his rules, not the rules of the scriptures, or they wouldn't have been doing those things. But they got deceived by this man who came up with his own gospel, quote, unquote. So we have to be careful who we call pastor or teacher or any leader, anybody who has any type of uh, say or authority in your life. Be careful. Even with me, I've always said that. Don't just believe every word I said. Study it. Get to know the word for yourself. Don't believe me. I could be lying to you about everything. I could be evil as evil can be. And so if you know the scriptures and you take them up and you study them from lying, then you'll be able to know the difference between truth and you'll be able to say, I'm not listening to Sean anymore. That guy's lost his mind. He's preaching lies. Everything he said wasn't even in scripture. So be on point. Know the scripture for yourself. Search the scriptures. Don't let anybody who say they have authority over you just do whatever they want to do in your life. Don't let them tell you who to marry or if you should divorce your spouse. You know, I, I've seen that so many times. Who should I marry, Pastor? And Pastor will have a family member who is single and been wanting to get married, and they're like, oh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm sensing the Lord, and the Lord wants you to start talking to uh, my sister. I just see you two in, in the spirit. Really? Yeah. She's the one for you. And then 
this guy may marry the pastor's sister and he's unhappy because he listened to deception. But he's my pastor. He's he's an authority. And I have a, a good friend who I love very much, and he's always saying, yeah, we have to follow our leaders. We have to follow our leaders. And, does, and, he, and it doesn't matter if we're talking about scripture and, and it's, no, no, we have followed the leader. We don't have to uh, listen to, uh, to to listening and understand the scriptures. It's what our leaders say. And I'm like, that's dangerous, brother. You can get caught up in a, in a cult thinking that way. And I always bring up the Bereans didn't just listen to Paul in Acts 17. They went and checked the, the, the uh, scrolls, and they checked the Torah and the teachings of Moses to make sure what Paul was preaching was in there. And we should all have that mentality. And the Lord, our Messiah, dealt with the Pharisees many, many times. And he, and we turn to Matthew 15, there's another incident where he confronts the Pharisees. Matthew 15, starting in verse 1, reads, then the scribes and Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, why do your disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? Look, they're not transgressing the teachings of Moses. They're not transgressing, transgressing the, the commandments of our most holy father, but the traditions of the elders. Of men, the laws of men. It goes on to say, for they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. And those days, it wasn't just washing your hands like we do today, especially now we've been hit with this pandemic. You're supposed to wash your hands uh, for 20 seconds uh, as a matter of cleanliness and not to be able to spread germs. But what they're talking about here, there was ritual cleansings that the Pharisees taught to the people. And when you, they told you you have to ritually cleanse yourself when participating in certain things, and that's what they're saying here. They're not following the rituals of the Pharisees. And so they're like, they're telling the Messiah, "Hey, your disciples—they're they're not doing what we told them to do. To do, they're not following our laws, our ways." And the scripture is going to say, "He answered." And said to them, why do you also transgress the commandments of God because of your tradition? Bam. He nailed them right there. He told them they're transgressing the commandments of the Lord because of their traditions. They're using their traditions to be disobedient and to try to override the will of the Lord. And you have people doing that still today. They don't have to listen to what the Lord has said. They do not have to obey the scripture. And they teach people that. And so the Messiah confronted the Pharisees and let them know, you're transgressing the commandments of our Lord. And you don't do what he's saying to do. 
And you go down to verse 9, the Messiah says to them, And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. So they come up with their own doctrine, and now they're teaching it. And he said, they worship me in vain. We've, we've taught ourselves how to worship the Lord according to men, but not how the Lord desires it. He says, those who will worship me will worship me in spirit and in truth. But now we worship him any old way we want to. Um, throw on some music. Hey, we just listened to three fast songs and three slow songs. We really worship today. That's not worship. That's entertainment. So be careful who you allow to have authority in your life. Make sure they know the Lord, that they are following after Scripture, that they're being led by the Spirit of the Lord, that you're not being deceived by men or women who just desire to have power over you and transgress the commandments of our Lord with their own traditions. There's a lot of religion out there, but there's only one road of faith. And our Messiah, he is that road. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father but by him. So you can build all the chairs you want. You can build couches. You can build porch wings. It doesn't matter. You can sit in whatever you want to sit on. You can have a big old throne up in your church building. And proclaim yourself as king. But if you're not being obedient to the command, commandments of the Lord, first you're going to face his judgment. And second, I pray he exposes all those who are setting themselves up almost as gods over the people, deceiving them, misleading them with traditions of men and not using the commandments of our Lord. Kick them out of the seat of Moses. Kick them out on their lying ways. And do not follow them. Take the seat away from them in your lives because they will lead you to a path of destruction, eternal loss. Know the scriptures for yourself. Search the scriptures. And be obedient to the commandments of the Lord and not the traditions of men nor the doctrines of devils. This is a warning, a correction for those who have been following after the doctrines of men, not the commandments of the Lord. Beware, be sober and vigilant. Be careful who you allow into your life, into your local fellowship. Be careful of those you allow to speak into your life. Be careful of those who you allow in your ministry. Do not allow them to make you stumble nor fall. But be obedient to the commandments of the Lord. Be led of his spirit. For those who are led of the Spirit, these are the sons of God. If you've been stumbling in this, I hope this will give you some former correction and understanding. 
just because they say they sit in the seat of Moses, they sit in authority, doesn't mean they've been sitting in the Lord. And you should be able to test what they say by looking into the scriptures for yourselves. And with all your getting, get understanding of the scriptures so you won't be deceived when these false prophets and teachers come along. And you'll be able to tell the difference. And you'll take the seat and tell them they must go. This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. As always, it was my honor to spend time with you. Pray that you were blessed, and I pray that you continue on in the ways of the Lord and that you will stay healthy and anointed amongst the people of the Lord. Be blessed, take care, love you. Until next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.